Hello and welcome to the Chris Wolf Podcast on iCode Media. Nasolacrimal duct obstructions are relatively rare occurrences in primary eye care practices. In our dry eye clinic, we always keep them in the back of our minds as a differential diagnosis for patients who report their main symptom as watering. Additional features that help distinguish a nasolacrimal duct obstruction from a more common ocular surface disease include things like significant asymmetry in the absence of other asymmetric findings, a white quiet eye, normal tear breakup time, excessive lacrimal lake, no or very mild additional symptoms, things like itching, burning, grittiness, except for chronic watering. The billing challenge for us is that many of these patients have concomitant dry eye. So the question I always get is, how do I bill for the office visit and the dilation and irrigation code? And this applies to a lot of other types of simultaneous procedure and office visit conundrums. And I think the answer here is simple. Consider the following. When you evaluate a patient with a watery eye and the primary diagnosis is a nasolacrimal duct obstruction and there was no additional reason for that visit, bill either the office visit code or the 68801 code. There should be no separate reimbursement made for an eye examination on the same day as any of the dilation and irrigation procedures unless a separately identifiable service is provided and documented. If there's a separately identifiable service provided on the same day, a 25 modifier would be applied to the service line associated with the office visit code, and that office visit would be linked with your dry eye code. You'd also have to have a 68801 for the dilation and irrigation that would be linked to the nasal lacrimal duct obstruction ICD code. So a clinical example of this would be a patient with ocular surface disease that is returned for an evaluation of their dry eye and they also have a newly discovered and reported secondary issue of nasolacrimal duct obstruction. The dry eye is separately assessed and treated under the office visit, and the nasolacrimal duct obstruction is assessed and treated with dilation and irrigation. So just to give you a little bit more background and refresher on dilation and irrigation, it has a 10-day global period that begins the day after the surgery, And during this period, any additional follow-up visits would be considered to be included in the surgical procedure and would not be paid unless there is documented reason for the evaluation that is unrelated to the procedure. And so if that's the case, let's say they uh, have a flare-up of allergies, then you would use a 24 modifier that would be attached to the eye examination code or the evaluation and management code. And this modifier alerts the payer that this is a special situation that the patient returned in the post-operative period for as a separate and distinct evaluation that is unrelated to the prior surgery. So I hope that was helpful. And if you found this episode valuable and you'd like to support your state association during COVID-19, check out iCode Clinical Update where for every virtual CE event purchased between now and July 1st, iCode Education will write a check to your association for 50 bucks. Join over 2,700 optometrists who've used an iCode course. Visit iCodeEducation.com, that's E-Y-E-C-O-D-E, education.com, or follow the links in today's show notes. If you want a deeper understanding of the appropriate use of our procedure codes, both now and with future changes occurring in 2021, you can find my comprehensive billing and coding course at iCodeEducation.com. Additionally, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast, write a review, and share it with your friends. At iCode Media, we believe in advancing the optometric profession by diving deep into eye care topics and providing actionable steps for our listeners and subscribers. Have a great week. Talk to you soon.